1: The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Scouts will be on heavily when evaluating talent.
2: Teams should be drafting for the future and not just immediate needs.
3: It all starts with the quarterback position.
2: Thank you for listening to the East
1: West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now, here is your host, Fidel Barraza.
3: Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast. I am your host Fidel Baraza, alongside with me are my co-hosts
1: Kendall Whitley, Jerry Martinez. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. I hope the same for everybody's out there.
2: Yeah, staying safe. I mean, super excited about our guest today.
3: Yes, later on the show we will have Ali Jawad from the Houston Texans, and of course from East West Football Network that's going to be joining the show. But let's go ahead and talk about some NFL headlines. Some news that broke today. Debo Samuel, wide receiver of the 49ers, uh fractured his foot, it looks like, um, out in Tennessee while doing uh scrambling
1: drills. Oh, oh this I mean, such so that's bad news for the 49ers. Bad news for Debo Samuel. I mean, he's a he's an up and coming star in the year. he's 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 gonna be coming into his second year, being a sophomore, whatnot. And he this injury dates back to his college days. He he was he had an injury riddled college history he had a long list of injuries and, and, and the sad thing is always to the leg ankle or the knee on the same leg that he just got this injury here today so it's bad man and it's very unfortunate man i hope the best for him and um the rumors has it that he should be back during the middle during the beginning of the season but the, the thing to watch out for is those injuries can linger yep and, i mean they can they can really linger so it's just something to keep an eye on and hopefully no he comes back healthy and the 49ers probably got to look for some depth in the, on the free agent market fill to, um, to feel they there.
2: yeah i mean w- what a year right and i mean he's basically a wide receiver that turns into a running back when he starts running and it uh, made very exciting um, element to that 49ers offense uh but like you like they the early indications is that he should be early uh, expected back early in the season which is good but it's one of those things you don't want want to rush, like Kendall said. I mean, you don't want it to linger. And uh, I think that they they've done they've done a pretty good job. I think last year it, they picked up what was it Jalen Hurd. Mm-hmm. He had he had a good forty time. You know, obviously, kind of they don't have the exact same body style, but they have a similar play style. So it'd be interesting to see how Jalen Hurd gets you know gets accustomed to the new offense and see if he could fit in. But I'll tell you this, Kyle Shannon has done a great job as far as putting putting players into great positions. I mean, look at uh, – what was his name? Uh, uh, he Rahe- the, the running back? Uh, Mozart. Raheem Mozart. Yeah, I mean, yes. look at him. I mean, they got him off the streets, and he he put up great numbers. So I'm pretty sure it will be the same thing with, um, with the next man up until Debo's ready.
3: Yeah, the one thing I will say is I, I hope the 49ers don't rush this young man back on the field because we all know that these Liz Liz Frank injuries could be very severe. Uh, For example, Kevin Durant, I know it's a different sport, right? But in the NBA, uh, he was out for a while, and I believe he had two to three surgeries on that injury. Um, So recovery timetable, I know he went into surgery today, is 12 to 16 weeks. So that puts him to come back uh, early in the season. Um, But let's just, you know, let's monitor the situation, and hopefully they don't rush him back on the field.
1: And also, real quick, I want to say before now they drafted Brendan Ayuk in the first round or whatnot. So that's maybe that's maybe this he gets a lot more touches now that with Debo Samuel. I mean, he they will expect some big things out of him anyway. Anytime you take a wide receiver in the first round, but now I mean, the anticipation to get him on the field it's it's going to be much more eager now.
3: Well, the the one thing I will say about that is that they use Debo Samuel on a lot of different parts in that offense. So not only a wideout but also running back as well. Sometimes with the sweep left or right. Um yes. so I mean he's a key he's a key factor in that offense. Uh he had a tremendous run at the end of the year and then also on the playoffs. Yes. All right. Also, today Jamal Adams of the New York Jets requested a trade. Uh we all know he has not been happy with the New York Jets as of recently and he actually has a you know the trade demand but also a list of teams that he would like to go to that includes the Baltimore Ravens, the Dallas Cowboys, Houston Texans, Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks. What do you guys thoughts?
1: Oof, man, this situation is gonna get ugly and it's I mean, I think this is just the beginning. I think something's gonna get done by the time training camp comes within the next month or so. You might want to say within the next forty five weeks. I think something is this story is something to keep an eye on. I, def, I it was rumored that the Cowboys wanted him and they were heavily pursuing him um, last year. But I think, I mean, he might go to Dallas. I can definitely see him going to Philadelphia. But the Jets, they have to get rid of him as soon as possible because this situation can get messy real quick.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things, right, where he still has two years left. Technically, it's two years left uh, because of the fifth-year option. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, what we've been hearing is Jets don't want to do it. They don't want to trade him. So, right now the Jets are in the driver's seat. It would have to be a, a while. Uh, I know that he's been linked up to Dallas. I mean, that's that's kind of his his hometown. However, the thing, the thing there is that I think that when it came to it, I think some of the some of the reports were they wanted Zach Martin in return. Yep. And, and uh, I mean, Zach Martin, literally. I mean, he's the only guard probably in the league that has been able to, you know, stack up against Aaron Donald. The Aaron Donalds, you know, well, Aaron Donald's in, in his own league, right? But He's he's been the only guard that has had success with an Aaron Donald type player or Aaron Donald himself. So I, I don't I don't see anything I know as frustrated as he is as a player and he wants, you know, he wants to get consp he, he he deserves it. I mean he's been I mean the way he plays, he just plays with so much heart, so much passion, but very, very energetic. He's like, you know, just he's just a fun player to watch. Um overall I don't I don't really see it getting any more traction than this. I think that uh, uh, you know, anytime you just give a new contract out, that seems to solve all the problems, yeah. you know. But who knows? I mean, we've seen we've seen some bigger shockers in, in, in recent times. I mean, recently, so DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins yep. is most notable. <laughs> so uh, I, I mean, I just think a contract will fix everything.
3: Ah oh, man, uh, but I mean, if you're the New York Jets, why are you gonna, you know? Send him to somewhere he wants to go. Fine, you don't want to be here. We're going to send you to whatever team gives us what we want for you. Uh, Jamal Adams is not in the driver's seat. And guess what? If he wants to sit out, he's going to sit out. But he's going to have to come back by week six to get paid the rest of the season. So, the New York Jets are definitely in the driver's seat. The only thing I would say, do not trade him for peanuts. Perfect (laughs) example is what the Houston Texans did with DeAndre Hopkins. Man, Mm -hmm. that was not fair. I mean, as far as what they got in return. Horrible trade. Let's hope that the Jets do not budge in and trade Jamal Adams for, for peanuts or pretty much right. nothing. Yes, yes, for sure. Also, it is rumored that the Chargers are interested in signing uh, former 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick to their uh, to their team. Uh this has kind of been a new, you know, d- developing story these last couple of weeks with all the different things that have happened. Um, but it sure looks like Colin Kaepernick is gonna have a job here uh by the start of the season in the
1: NFL. Yes, that's real. Um I I think I think sometime by the middle of the year or something it might be it might come in the next coming weeks, it might come during the season. I think the Chargers might sign him and a couple other teams they might give him a look. I definitely think he's gonna get a workout. So just it's something to keep definitely keep an eye on.
2: I mean personally I would like to see him back in the league. I mean am I saying he's a starter? No, but I mean, if you look at last year, I mean Detroit Lions is probably one of the most notable teams, right? Playing without Matt Stafford, I mean, who did they start? You know, they started some names that they just picked up off the streets, and I think that he could have played at that level, you know, at, if not better than some of these uh, some of these quarterbacks that they brought in. Even the Bengals, right, at one point had a, a backup playing, uh, but it, I mean, I understand. But I think times have changed, and people realize that you know he's kept in shape and he wants back in, and give him that opportunity. And it looks like the
3: NFL Pro Bowl has a new home. Las Vegas, Nevada. The 2021 NFL Pro Bowl will be
1: in Sin City. What are you guys' thoughts? Um, me personally, I love it, man. I think the players that get experience. so you know, I'm I'm sure I mean I know a lot of players that haven't really been to Las Vegas, especially it's gonna be a great environment to go there. And I like what the NFL is doing. It's finally getting out of Hawaii, getting from Orlando. Let's move it to Vegas, you near know, the home of the Las Vegas Raiders now. A lot of people love love going to Vegas, so I mean, it's gonna be—I I can't wait to see how how this unfolds down
2: Yeah, I mean, they they missed on the draft, you know, so I think this is a great opportunity for, you know, the city of Las Vegas to to you know, it is it is like what you said, it's a big attraction. So it'd be interesting to see how how the NFL is able to, especially the players are able to interact and stay focused. I mean, I understand sometimes the Pro Bowl gets, you know, a little bit. Soft at times, but overall, I mean, I think it's great for for the city of Las Vegas and uh, to showcase that new beautiful stadium that they've had built.
3: And, and you know what? I think it's going to help out to get some sizzle back in the Pro Bowl. I mean, you're going to be in Las Vegas, you know, the, the entertainment capital of the world. So Sin I it. think this is going to be a good thing for the NFL.
2: Sin City. Hey, real quick. What yes. about what about them Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski threads?
3: Oh, man, I was just about to get that. Hey. Tampa Bay released the new jerseys for Tom Brady and <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, and let me tell you, man, they they look great. They're they're man. really nice jerseys, and you know Tom Brady's just being Tom Brady, man. They
1: they they, they look okay. They,
3: they, 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 they look, look okay. Hey, come on, man. They look they, badass. They, I'm they look, sorry. I
1: know a few Patriot fans would love to see them back in the in the blue and red and in the Patriots' colors and whatnot, but you know it's just some things just doesn't look. You know Michael Jordan going to the Wizards. That did not look right. <laughs> and now seeing Tom Brady and Gronk, hey, just, something hey honestly, just look right.
3: Like. I think it's just going to be a natural fit, man. To be honest with you, I mean, those jerseys look great. I'm not gonna lie, they look it's badass. Be a lot
1: of upset people in Tampa Bay this year.
3: Well, why? Because they're not gonna be able to attend the games, maybe. But that might no, be the only reason.
1: I don't think the Buccaneers are gonna be that good. Oh man, here we go again. And one All last
2: thing. Th- what? one. One last thing: Cal Shanahan signed a three-year extension. Uh, signed up yes. till what is it, 2025? Like Tw- yeah, six years, I think, total. I mean, it just shows you, I think overall, I mean, I know that you have John Lynch as your GM, but it just shows you that right now Cal uh, Shanahan is the one that runs that team.
3: Yeah, you know what? If you take a look at the incentives on the contract, yeah, it looks like a lot of money, but a lot of that is performance based too. Uh The yeah. 49ers are, you know, they're notorious for doing th- those type of contracts as well, uh, performance based, and you know, not being liable for a lot of the money on that back end if, you know, for whatever reason they let go of the person. Tonight is a ready for our website, eastwestfootballnetwork.com. And soon to join team operations for the Houston Texans, Ali Jawad. How you doing, Ali?
0: I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me.
3: Thank you for joining us. Yes. All right, Ali, the floor is yours. Introduce yourself to our audience.
0: Absolutely. So my name is Ali Jawad. I'm currently a student at the University of Houston. I am currently uh, working right now with UH, UH football in uh, the video staff, uh, helping film games and practice for our coaching staff. And as uh, Fidel recently just mentioned, I recently ended a job with the Houston Texans in team operations and it's going to be really a great experience. i uh, really uh, looking forward to what this coming year has. Obviously, I know there's been a lot of obstacles going on around the country as of right now. But, you know, when an opportunity comes calling, it comes calling. And I'm very grateful for uh, what's coming up with the Texans and, of course, the upcoming college season with UH as well. And uh, looking forward to uh, getting through this year. Finish line is great. Uh, going to be graduating from college uh next may and very fortunate to be taking on the experiences i'm getting right now at such a young age uh 22 right now i'll be 23 in august so i think i've just been really i call myself very lucky and very fortunate that i'm getting these experiences at such a young age and an early part of my life that's that's real good there, ali
1: um first question i want to ask you about the houston texans how do you feel so far about their off season
0: yeah so i know there's been a lot of uh criticism a lot of uh you know fans haven't been, been super happy with how things have gone recently because of the deandre hopkins trade i know that was a really questionable move there made of course by the uh, front office and uh, many fans that of course i know myself being in houston the last couple years have really uh expressed their displeasure with that move but you know what at the same time when i talk about you know the importance of a team. We always talk about you know the quarterback position first. You know it's it's, it's a QB driven league. And, you know Deshaun Watson. As long as number four is healthy, playing well, getting better each and every single year, this team will always have a chance. No matter what. Of course, JJ Watt on the opposite side. though he's got some injuries the last couple of years, but as long as he's healthy, he's playing well. It's almost kind of like there's two quarterbacks on this team leading each side of the ball. And you know the Texans did bring in. Other pieces like Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks, of course, David Johnson was a part of the trade. And these are no sleepers as well. I mean, Johnson's coming to a team where he'll play really behind a much better offensive line compared to where he was with Arizona. Of course, Cooks and Cobb provide a ton of speed, some guys in the slot, of course, for Watson. You, of course, factor in Will Fuller as well. So... When I look at this team, you know, again, as long as Watson is doing his thing, playing well, this team will always have a chance. Competition, though, is going to be right there. Baltimore, Kansas City, of course, Texans. We open up the year against Kansas City in KC. Uh, playing at Arrowhead is uh, an uh, way team's nightmare right there, I'll tell you that. And then, uh, of course, Baltimore being the team they are right now, you know, arguably maybe the best roster in the NFL. And, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll get to be at that game. Actually, it's going to be one of the uh, only – it's actually going to be the only – Late game, the Texans play in uh, the rest of their for the home games. I would say the home games uh, yes. uh, for the Texans, all but one, will be twelve o'clock. The exception of that game against the Ravens happening uh, three o'clock, three twenty-five. So I really look forward to seeing what this team can do against really the future of the NFL. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson. We're fortunate to get another year of watching these quarterbacks face off against one other. So I'm excited to see what this team can do this year, even though. You know, again, some of those players I mentioned, they don't fill in what Hopkins brings to the table, but at the same time, you know, it's on Deshaun Watson to, you know, make Texans fans, you know, not necessarily forget about Hopkins. I mean, that's tough to do, but at least remind Texans fans saying, hey, y'all still have me. And as long as I'm here, this team will always have a chance no matter what.
1: Yes, yeah, it's just real good there. And, and I wanna to touch on the Brendan Cooks trade. Do you think the um the Texans gave up enough for him or do you think it was a pretty it was a pretty good trade on both sides from the Texans and the Rams?
0: You know, I, I wanna say I think it's really more good on both sides. I know his contract may not be the best. The Rams are looking to move on from him. I know the Rams, of course, are in a situation where, you know, it, it's not they're not set up entirely to be what they've been the last couple of years. So we know maybe where they're headed down right now. Uh but, you know, Brandon Cooks people got to remember he's no sleeper you know he, he's not and it's not they got a bad player obviously like i said he doesn't you know uh, replace what hopkins can do but he's you know watson is still getting a quality player who has you know been to the super bowl who has you know uh, showcased in the past he can be a good receiver he can be a you know, at some points you know he had some receiver one potential written all over him but uh, I think it just really adds to the mix. Uh, the Texans do. They, do I think they have a true number one? Not anymore with Hopkins no longer there. But at the same time, they have plenty of weapons to still, you know, get the ball around. And it's not like Watson is not surrounded with anybody. No, he's got I think still enough guys. And I, so I think bringing in Brandon Cooks is going to help out this Texans offense, provide a ton of speed to their offense. But again, you know, it's just tough to replace the receiver that you know you once had, who you know many consider the best in football right now. Yes, thank you. Appreciate it, Ali. No problem.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Ali, this is Jerry. Yeah. What's hey, up, Jerry? Man, just thank you so much for what you do on the East-West Football Network. We really appreciate all your work. Uh, we understand that. I mean, you're busy. I mean, for being so young, you're you're, you're really busy. Uh, now going into what I was going to ask you. So networking, how important would you say networking has been as far as your journey to this point where you're about to join the Houston Texans.
0: Yeah, you know, I was once that kid that was asking, you know, the same question just like that, you know, how how important is it? And and you find it to be the most important thing possible. Uh, Networking, I mean, as I've said this before to a lot of people, you know, what you know is important, but who you know is just as important. And, you know, when you know a lot of people, in the, you know, industry you're trying to get into, you know, you're going to go places as long as you know what you're doing, followed by, yes, the people you do know, yes, you're going to go places. And, you know, one time I was sitting in the uh, meeting room with a couple of staff members for UH football and our assistant director of operations was speaking to a couple of uh, students that, you know, were looking to join in the program and help out in a variety of ways. And, you know, he told us, you know, wherever you start here, you know, it may not be what you want to do, but it's a start. You know, you could, know so much about this game you could be the next bill belichick you know but if you don't know anybody in this game what good is all that knowledge you know if you don't go out there and make those connections what good is all that knowledge you have because how else are you going to share that knowledge without knowing the people that can get you to where you want to be so i would say networking it is the most important thing it is uh what's got me to where i am right now i remember going back a couple years ago two years ago to be exact at uh Um, I had reached out to our football team when I first came to UH and I knew I wanted some opportunity to work with UH football. And I had sent out a bunch of emails to every staff member on our team. And in the end, about 15 emails, I got one response and I took that one offer in our high school relations department. And I knew looking at it today, if I don't take that offer, I don't even know if I'm talking to you guys right now about all this.
2: Wow, I mean, boom! There it is, right? That <laughs> I mean, like you said. Uh, now, my, my second my second question, um, what you know, because when you look at it, I'm pretty sure they had multiple applicants, especially you know when it comes to a pro team. And um, what what do you say that you did to make sure that you stood up or stood out right amongst all the applicants that that they had?
0: Yeah. So it was what what I did to really stand out was I kind of put in that player's mindset uh you know the 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 being that first guy in last guy out type of person, you know, making sure that my boss knows that I'm that reliable person, you know, so I always showed up you know just just plain and simple show up before all this pandemic, you know before it all started uh my last day at u h for spring break uh covering you know I cover u h sports as well on the side as a reporter. And one of the perks I get is to be uh, up front, close to the action. And before when went on spring break, I was at our basketball game, UH taking on Cincinnati. And, uh, of course, who was calling our game, a guy that I, you know, look up to in the world of sports media and sports broadcasting is the great Jim Nance, had the opportunity to uh, go meet Jim Nance. And he pretty much told me, you know, the same thing that I just told you guys right now is show up. No matter what you do, just get in there do what you got to do. It may not be initially what you want to do from the start, but as long as you are there, because, you know, you got to think about it. That person you're working for, they know so much people. There's a lot of people they know around the team. And you might ask for a favor, like, hey, could you set me up a meeting? Could you introduce me to so-and-so uh, for the video staff? I really want to get into film. Or I really want to get into scouting. And, you know, they're willing to help you out because they know, hey, you are such a reliable worker. uh, And my side of the team, absolutely, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to put in a good word for you and make sure that you have a chance at getting to where you want to be. So, you know, that's the advice I give right there is just do what you're told. Show up on time. Be the first guy in, last guy out type of person. And just get to know your surroundings. be Be like that Peyton Manning. You know, you're in the film room studying hours and hours of tape, getting to know your opponent, getting to know everything that's going on you know, simply just be the smartest guy in the room and, 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 you know, always show up and, you know, be on time and don't take it for granted, you know, be very appreciative that you are there getting the opportunity that you're getting.
2: Yeah, I got two things from that. The mom of mentality. uh, (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And Jim Nance and Tony Romo. I mean, that's the, the visualization I got, but no, I mean, overall, I mean, I mean, Hey, you're relatively young and look at, look at you. You're making, you're making, you're making some pretty good strides here. I mean, huge strides, you know? So uh, again, thank you so much, Ali. We we appreciate all the information you've shared with us and thank you for all the work of course.
0: Absolutely. man. Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate it. Big time.
3: Hey Ali. So what would you tell, you know, a young person that's looking to get you know, into football, which, you know, whether it's college football or the NFL, what would you say like a a blueprint? Because there's a lot of people that, you know, they have dreams and aspirations to maybe one day work in the league, but maybe they just don't know how to go about it. What would you tell them?
0: Yeah. You know, as I mentioned before, definitely I would tell them, you know, hey, take the first opportunity you get because, you know, if you deny that first opportunity, who knows if you ever get it again, you know, you know, obviously we, we always want to, jump into where we want to be exactly. And some do, some are fortunate to get that opportunity. Others, they go a different path and that's okay. You know, always take the first opportunity that comes at you because again, you're going to be exposed to so many things regardless of where you are, you know, in the game of football, you know, you may start off working in the equipment room. Guess what? The equipment guy knows the video guy, the video guy knows the scout, the scouts of course know the the GM, the personnel guys, coaches, you know, one can lead to another. It's like, you know, just a bridge, you know, uh, followed by another bridge and it's leading you to the path that you want to get to. So, you know, my advice is, you know, wherever you are, you know, obviously like where I was a couple of years ago, you know, reach out, you know, the worst somebody's going to tell you is no. You know, I've been rejected before. You know, everyone gets rejected at something. It happens. You're probably going to get rejected more than you're going to get accepted. That's the reality of life, you know. But no matter what, You take that first opportunity, you ride that wave and, you know, you have no regrets whatsoever. You're, you know, never ever think of, oh, am I going to have regrets taking this job? No, because I promise you that job is going to help lead you to where you want to be, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, don't deny that first opportunity and make sure you take it because, you know, in the long run, it's going to be very beneficial for you.
3: Ali, and since you covered the AFC South for us, who would you say is the most improved team in that division?
0: You know, that, that division, it, it's going to be interesting to watch this year. Uh, you know, obviously uh, working for the Texans right now, I, you know, it, of course I want to see here the bias side of you want to say the Texans, you know, all the way. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I have to go to Indianapolis. I mean, I, it was a down year for them last year. Uh, but, you know, they brought in a guy like Phillip Rivers, might be on his, you know, his, his last gasp, but a chance for a Super Bowl. But he comes to a new team where you got the offensive line, which is outstanding there, of course, featuring uh, Quentin Nelson, who, you know, I put him up there, of course, with Zach Martin, as uh, the best offensive lineman in football. And, you know, you bring in Jonathan Taylor and you got depth at RB overall. And finally, you know, one of my favorite receivers coming out of this draft, Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, definitely a, a phenomenal uh, player to watch at USC teams up now with T Y Hilton. And, you know, they bring in DeForest Buckner, who is an absolute beast on that defensive line. And, you know, just the players they added in general. I think this team is uh, the team to beat in the AFC South. Of course, I know Tennessee, what they did last year really surprised all of us. I mean, that was a, uh, um, really, like a Cinderella team right there uh, for pro football last year. But I definitely have to go with the Colts. I do think just they stocked up on talent. They've got the offensive line. Uh, they have all the talent surrounding Phillip Rivers. And they're in position where, you know, yeah, they can, you know, put all their chips in the middle and try and make a run with the Rivers. Obviously, as I mentioned a while ago with, with the Texans, with Watson, you know, the, the competition is there. Jackson, Mahomes, same thing with the Colts competition is there. But this is a team that I think has done a really good job just kind of retooling their football team and interesting what they do. I think they have a great coaching staff as well. I think uh, there's a couple guys in there that I see being future head coaches. I think Frank Reich has the show running well over there, but of course it really all depends on how well Philip Rivers uh, plays this year. I know, of course, as I mentioned, he's uh, you know up there in age, nearing 40 almost there uh, last year. wasn't exactly the best year for him, but at the same time, you know, there was injuries on that offensive line in Los Angeles. And I just think now he's going to a roster where I think, Prove uh, from compared to where he was last season. And at least show he has a little bit of football left in him.
2: Hey, real quick, Ali. Remember when we were talking about that, uh, uh, about the AFC South, that ripple effect that the, that the Texans did, they basically did a favor for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, if they didn't trade DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals, the Cardinals probably would have drafted C. D. Lamb. But I mean, look at how these things play out, right? And how everything has a ripple effect. Well, you remember that?
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, You know, it's crazy when you look at it that way. I mean, the fact that Stevie Lamb even fell to the Cowboys was shocking in general. I mean, you had teams like the Niners picking ahead. Uh, You had teams like Denver, obviously the Raiders. I really thought by the Raiders pick, he was off the board. Of course, the Raiders go with the, the classic speedster. And Henry Ruggs, uh, that was, you know, a move that would make Al Davis very happy. Yes, but very I, happy. I, to, I was
2: going <laughs> to say, no, don't, break, don't break Fidel's heart because C.D. Lamb was <laughs> – <Yeah, I, you, laughs> But, look, look, I'll be honest
3: with you. I was expecting them to draft C.D. Lamb, but was I surprised they, they went with the speedster? No, I'm not. And the, the one thing I will say about Henry Ruggs is he can catch the shit out of that ball. So, <laughs> I – and, and, I, and I'm, com- I'm completely fine with that pick. Hey,
2: he's going he, to be a star.
0: Yes, he absolutely will be. He has tremendous talent. He has the—I mean, he's—he's he's got the Tyree kill speed. He—he's—he can—he can make that impact. Uh, you know, at the same time though, going back, Jerry, what you said, it really wouldn't have surprised me if the Cardinals still ended up taking CeeDee Lamb, just because they're stacking up on all the talent. It seems like, you know, the Cardinals it surprised me a little bit. You know, I know they have Kyler Murray, but he was one of the most sacked quarterbacks. I believe he was actually among the rookies, maybe the most sacked. It was either him or Daniel Jones. Uh, I think it was season. Daniel Jones, if I'm I not mistaken. So. Yeah, yeah, no, but I know but, Murray was yeah, my, close.
2: yeah. Mark Murray was number two. Hey, but real quick, they did draft Josh Jones, and and when I, I remember, I was pounding the table. I said that that guy's pro ready day one. He's a he's from he's from Houston too.
0: Yeah, seeing him up close at practice, I've actually you know I filmed the O line individual drills, so I've been up close to Josh Jones, and he's a really good athlete. Uh, I mean, besides, you see him in person, you know of course you guys know when you're watching tape, you know, you're, you're fascinated by what this guy can do. Then you see the guy live in person. It's like, yeah, this guy looks like a football player. So I think the Cardinals, you know, they got a good one there. Uh, Do I still think they need more help up front? Absolutely. But you know, in an off season, you're not going to get to everything. So really with Arizona though, uh, I love the team they've put on papers this year. I love what they have coming up for them this year. Uh, I really think this franchise is going to be on the right track, but again, Jerry, I mean, you pointed out, you know, yeah, they, probably would have drafted C.D. Lamb uh, at that number uh, seven spot had um, the uh, trade with Hopkins never fell. But at the end there, they're complaining they got Hopkins and they stole Isaiah Simmons at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Right. So.
3: Hey, Ali, well, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check out Ali's work for the EastWestFootballNetwork.com. He does a really great job.
0: Ali, really quick, where can our audience follow you on social media? Uh, Twitter, Instagram would be, uh, the best places, uh, LinkedIn as well. Uh, if you guys are needing my Twitter, it's a Jawad underscore zero two four. My Instagram is Ali Jawad underscore zero two four. All right, Ali. Thanks again
3: for joining us, man. We'll talk to you appreciate soon. It,
0: Ali. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you guys so much. Thank you.
3: Ali. Yes. All right, guys. Any final thoughts before we get off the internet?
1: Yes, man. I, I want to thank Ali for coming on. Man, he's part of the East West Football Network family. He's doing some big things. He's about to start working with the Texans. And I'm just so proud that, that, to say that we got somebody that's going to be still working with us. And he's going to be actually in the National Football League working, doing work. It's going to be it's gonna be awesome to be able to talk to him throughout the year, check him and see how he's doing. And I want to um, congratulate him and wish him the best of luck. Also, I want to say we do have a new addition to the East West Football Network family, um, Isaac Derham he's gonna be doing a variety of things for us and I mean we can't wait to get um, wait to get him to work with us
2: yeah most definitely Ali, thank you so much for just coming on and just sharing with the entire audience right and and uh, a special a special welcome right Isaac, welcome aboard. thank you so much. hey all the East west football network. thank you so much for all the work you guys do. We're excited about the new edition. And if you're not a part of the network, you need to get on board. If you learned anything from today's show with Ali, networking is so important. EastWestFootballNetwork.com. Get on board.
3: Yes, and then also just a quick program reminder. This Sunday, Father's Day, we will have from 95.7 The Game, Daryl the Guru Johnson on the show. Uh, Big show. Super excited to have him on.
2: Yes, man. Yes. Man, man. he just brings so much energy, so much wisdom. Man, I can't wait to hear his story. I can't wait to
3: get ready to talk with him. All right. And with that being said, that's going to go and wrap it up for East West Football Podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening. Have a good night.
2: Have a good Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement. Where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast.
1: Electricast. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh,
2: this chair. No, that's just
1: my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels.
2: Again-